0: takes two amy eiler jj gordon here on the mighty 790 kfgo and we invite you to join us on this giving heart stay we are oot and a boot on it2 and we find ourselves in moorhead at the moorhead american legion with the north dakota minnesota veterans honor flight and we invite you to come on over have a donut I grabbed a cup of coffee. JJ grabbed a Diet Coke. Um, Make yourself at home and say hello to all the folks today as we hang out here with the Veterans Honor Flight. And, of course, you can make a donation when you stop by. You can make a donation online. I know you guys have heard a million times by now on KFGO how you're going to give on Giving Hearts Day. So you know all of that. We're going to skip that stuff because we know that you're already familiar with where to go, and how to do it. And there's a good chance you did it before. I don't have the exact number of where we're at at this point. When I looked earlier today, was it 14?
1: I mean, we we were cooking along, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we are cooking Um, along, that's for sure. And, aim
1: before the tears dry, I want to introduce Luann McDonald. Uh, Luann, you've been with the Honor Flight now for what seems like forever. You've been on trip after trip. Can we tell people what just happened here at the Moorhead American Legion?
2: Well, the um, Legion Riders just presented us a check for 14500
0: oh and my the VFW w
2: in Moorhead Dilworth presented us with $5,000.
0: Wow. So that's. in just a moment. And they added, um, they are dressing a soldier here. They
1: have a silhouette here with different (laughs) levels. And as each level goes up, you see more and more of the fatigues.
0: I can't believe that now. We are not even to the noon hour. And you've hit $120,000 today. That is unbelievable. Yes.
1: Um, And let's talk about why this year getting to your match is so incredibly important. Because you guys made a pretty major announcement recently.
2: We did. We are taking um, in September. We have a flight leaving in May. And then in September, we have two planes leaving at the same day. Just an hour apart. So you ever, at have Atlanta. you ever done two flights on uh, the same trip? No, we have not. So yes. this Boy. is like a new new for us. So we need two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars per trip. So yes, it's very important so we can get our. Um, we have seven hundred and eighty-three veterans on our. Waiting list right now, and we would like to get them down. Yeah,
0: and so the honor flight. You know, I imagine there might be someone who is tuning in right now, saying, "I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about." And I'm glad you're here. Let's tell you about it. This is an opportunity to give back to those veterans who sacrificed so much to bring them to Washington, D.C., to give them an experience of a lifetime where you take them to the memorials that were built in their honor. You take them around Washington, D.C. to see Arlington Cemetery. Um, it, you have banquets for them where they receive accolades and entertainment. I mean, the the list just goes on and on and on, but it is it is an experience of a lifetime. We've heard um, time after time from veterans who have been on this honor flight. Luann, what was your what was your um, sort of calling into the veterans honor flight work? Well, I've worked at the VA for
2: many many years, and so veterans. Oh my gosh, been... all of you start at the VA. I mean, I love that. Well, started, <laughs> it's just in your blood. Started when I was twenty. So veterans, working with veterans, have been my life. Wow. And my parent, my father, and son-in-law and my father-in-law and my brother were all in the service and so being a community volunteer with my kids finally this came up i'm like it's something i love to do yeah i love hearing their stories and what they went through you know in the in the korean war in the vietnam war and it's a life-changing trip for everybody
1: it's interesting because so amy and i both both in 2023 went on an honor flight amy last spring myself last fall and What's amazing is the connections that are made just within the people on your bus, with on, in your honor flight trip. There are people who will say, "Gosh, you know, I never talked about my service, and it's because I didn't think anyone would understand. And now I found, I found my people, I found my group who can understand, and I can have." These conversations, and I can reminisce. They were all talking about their first round of vaccinations the first morning. And one guy's like, I took both of them in this arm. And one guy's like, I took one in each butt cheek. <laughs> and they had just this amazing, you know, back and forth
2: camaraderie, yeah. you know, yeah. the relatability to them. And this will be my 15 trips. So I've gone on 14 trips. Holy moly. So you think, I'm a bus captain. So you think, okay, 31, 32 veterans on each of my buses. Those are many families that we've had, yeah. And you really get close to them after three days.
0: Okay. You do, you do. And and it's just them. it's goosebumpy when you when you're sitting beside this veteran and you're just trying to help the experience along, and then they start telling you the stories and you're like, I am sitting next to a hero. I mean, it is it just gives you chills the the things that these gentlemen have been through, and um, you know, I guess I encourage if you're listening and you haven't gotten on that waiting list to do it because you guys are taking that waiting list seriously. And I think sometimes we get bogged down with the waiting list is too long. This trip is for someone else. Um, we shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be me. It should be some. It shouldn't. It should be you. If you're a veteran and you're listening. We, you guys want them on that waiting list. You want to know they're out there. We do.
2: It keeps us going. So, um, we have a new website that they can apply online too, oh, okay. which is even faster and easier. Yeah. To go. So that's on our website. What's the website? It's www. Um, Honor flight of ndmn.
0: Org. If you just Google Veterans Honor Flight of N-D-M-N, North Dakota, Minnesota, you're going to find it. Don't worry. It's going to be right at the top. If it's too much for you to type into the... I, I, I go for the Google every time oh. because I'm like, I don't trust myself typing or spelling it right into the browser at the top. Um, so if you're looking for that. And then also, Giving Hearts Day. This is your opportunity to make your dollar go even further with the Veterans Honor Flight. Yes, and this is our sixth year being part of the Giving Hearts Day
2: and it is phenomenal to see the generosity of our our community and they
0: can also um on our website there is a link right to our giving hearts day page well let's be honest i mean when you give ten dollars and it's twenty dollars when you give a hundred dollars and it means two hundred dollars it is inspiring to want to give to those organizations that you love
2: yes and there's over 600 of them 610 this year so there's so many wonderful
1: now that being said i doubt anyone is having the party that you are today because (laughs) you walk in there are wood carvers here working, uh, applying their <laughs> craft. There are fresh out of the fryer donuts. There is a breakfast. There's going to be a lunch later on. Uh, there are so many different groups. In fact, did I see the veterans uh, band was yep. over there donating as well? I mean, yeah. And so I, nobody's having a party quite like the Honor Flight here at the Moorhead American Legion. And people are invited to stop by. This is also, I think, incredibly important. If you have someone who served in your life, think how important this trip is. If you have a family member who's already gone on the honor flight, think about how many times they talked about that and how it changed their life. You have an opportunity to donate in their honor today. If you do not have someone in your life that served, all the more important that you donate to this honor flight. Um, You know, I mean, let's put all the cards on the table a lot of the guys on this last trip were vietnam war veterans and when they were welcomed back home at the grand forks international airport it was marching bands and it was people like with balloons and cards and thank yous and total strangers who were welcome welcoming them back and what i heard from them afterwards was this was not what i got when i returned home from my service and that's one of the reasons they didn't want to talk about it for a long time
2: they didn't and one of the gentlemen on my bus his um family drove up from kansas
1: really for the
2: welcome home
1: see that's that's
2: amazing from kansas for up to grand forks to welcome him home that's amazing so i mean it is life-changing for every member of the family
1: The Honor Flight is going to bring you stories throughout It Takes Two and the rest of the day on KFGO. Uh, Let's see, uh, Joel had a chance to talk to Herb Volker this morning. He was
2: on my bus. Uh, uh, Arden Lemley (laughs) and his daughter
1: Christy are going to be on with us. We've got uh, Dwayne Sarge Preston uh, who's going to be on. So we've got all the stories to tell you. The Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. I got the privilege of going last fall. Amy went last spring. And on the line with us right now, is uh is a guy who's become like a, a good friend of mine Dwayne preston aka sarge uh he was on the fall 2023 trip with me uh sarge welcome to the mighty 790 how you doing buddy
3: thank you very much you're doing just great and uh an honor to have been honored on the honor flight
1: they, it, there you go it's easy to say honor when you're talking about the honor flight okay so uh Dwayne, let's start with this can you tell us a little bit about your service first please
3: well, I was in the uh, Army National Guard, North Dakota Army National Guard, for six years. We were never deployed, but I put in six years of training in, the, in back in 1964 to 70. And, and I grew up, grew up in Hillsborough here, and there was about six or eight of us that signed up to go on the honor flight, and I happened to be very lucky to attend last fall.
1: And uh, tell me a little bit about who you brought on the Honor Flight with you. Well, it was
3: kind of a quick deal, uh, JJ. Uh, They called us on a Thursday, and there had been a cancellation in Grand Forks, so I called my son, Mike Preston, who's a teacher in West Fargo, to see if he could get a day off to go with us on Sunday, Monday. And he could, and we just had a trip of our lifetime with all the other veterans from the, the region and all I can say is I can't believe how anything was planned so perfect, on time, so accommodating, and the sights that they showed us. It, it was an honor.
1: The Honor Flight Board do a phenomenal job. You, If you're on that trip and there is any issue, you would never know it because everything runs so incredibly smoothly, everything from booking into the hotel from getting on the buses, from organizing times, to arranging wheelchairs for those who might get tired during the day. Uh, I really was incredibly impressed. And, of course, they make it look so seamless.
3: They do on it. It's just unbelievable. I'm sitting here looking at the beautiful picture on the wall of all the people that had the opportunity to go in October. And uh, it's just priceless memories. And as I said, I've had the opportunity to participate in helping donations on a site for years. I did this year, and I've already been called today thanking for the support. And a message I want to bring, J.J., is if veterans have not signed up, they think they don't have time or don't deserve it, that's all wrong. That's why we're raising the funds. Please go on it. It's a lifetime experience. And there's many, many people in wheelchairs and the volunteers. It's a, It was an un- unbelievable trip. That's all I can
1: say. It, it is really important, and, you know, that was one of the messages that the Honor Flight wanted to get out uh, for this Giving Hearts Day is not only would they be very humbled by hearing uh, by getting a donation, but they also want you to talk to those vets. They want you to talk to people who are eligible to go on this trip. They make the, the paperwork is very easy. I mean, it's not taxing at all. Am I right there, Sarge? You're so correct on that, and I've been encouraging people in Hillsborough here that I know they say, well,
3: <clears throat> there's other people more deserving. I said, no, we've all done our time. Sign up and go because it's an honor. And like I said, the things we saw, the things that lasted in my memory, JJ, when you look at 440,000 crosses in Arlington Cemetery, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and Iwo Jima, if you're not an American, I don't know how you could not enjoy that. And And we had the politicians, they came out and shook all our hands. Armstrong and Hovind, I mean, they're busy schedules, but they were proud of us veterans. And I think one of my highlights is was the kids from Park Christian School in Moorhead were on their class trip, and they spent the time talking to veterans about the, the military. It was so impressive that young kids interested in what we had done.
1: You know, that was one of those moments where I had no idea that that was happening. And so seeing those buses, those school buses line up uh, outside of the Iwo Jima Memorial, we're already there, uh, our entire group from the Honor Flight, and to watch those kids come out. And what amazed me the most was those kids weren't out and sitting on their cell phones. They were coming up and they were asking people about their service and asking them what their service meant. It was... So amazing to watch that, and I think that is, that's is—that's a testament to the Honor Flight, is that it's connecting multiple generations. On our Honor Flight alone, you had people who were in Korea, you had people who were uh, in Vietnam, you had uh, a World War II uh, 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 veteran, and even blending those conflicts together was an, an opportunity for multiple generations to talk about that, which I think is just amazing.
3: Well, every, everything was so thought out and planned. Everything was on time. I mean, the box lunches and the buses, so the four buses didn't have to get off. Just the planning that those committees have done, I'm just still in awe and amazed and so supportive of it. And uh, it, was, it was a trip of a lifetime, and I'm very honored to have been honored. My son and I have uh, really enjoyed it.
1: And your son gets to bring that back and talk to his students about it, too, which I think is really awesome.
3: That he did. That he did. And it's the first time he had been there. And it's just an awe when you go through, like I said, all the memorials that they had planned for us to do. Didn't have to wait in any lines. We were honored to be just everything turned out perfect. The volunteers that they have, all I can say is congratulations. And if you think you're not in good health to go, they have doctors and nurses volunteering to go on the trip as you told us JJ and thank god none of us needed
1: yeah, them. Absolutely right. And Dwayne, you know, as we kind of wrap up this conversation, uh, let's let's just let the people know this. You said yourself you're someone who gives to the honor flight. You clearly see the importance of it. So not only were you someone who was on the honor flight, but you're also a donor to it. Let's talk to those people out there who may or just they may might be just learning about the honor flight. Why should they give so that a stranger, someone they probably have never met, will get to get this experience in Washington, D.C.?
3: Well, it's just it's just, it freedom isn't free, and everybody has paid the price for the freedom we have. So give to something that all of us have given time to so that they can enjoy it and we can keep freedom free. So please, all the veterans and all my friends around the country, help us continue to send the veterans to see a wonderful memorial.
1: Dwayne Preston, a.k.a. Sarge, a good buddy of mine. Thank you so much for your time today, Dwayne, and thank you for what you do for the Honor Flight. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Arden Lemley, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my man? Doing great, JJ. Okay, so you went on the Honor Flight this last year, right? Yes. In October. Talk a little bit about the lead-up to the Honor Flight.
4: Well... We're, we're, it's a tough place to start uh
1: but tell we, we, what the tell them how you applied that's Christy right? oh, by the way Christy is Arden's daughter
4: <laughs> at the wild race where the wild race uh you
1: went to the honor flight meat raffle yeah
4: the meat raffle
5: yeah we try to make everyone
1: and what have you won anything big any 10 pounds of bacon anything like that anything good Yes, back you back won last a, night.
4: Just last night.
1: Oh, what am I coming <laughs> I was, over for? It's I was, grilling season. I was yeah. The first
4: winner, and then the week, the time before, I think uh, I had a cash prize. I won oh. a cash prize and the, the night. So okay, so I'll just... let you
1: pick the tickets next time. I see how it's going. <laughs> um, like so, this. you're out at the meat raffle, and someone says, "Hey, listen, you got to apply for this thing."
4: Right, and uh, of course, in my mind, I knew, I knew. Had some information about it, but I was thinking there were more. Um, uh, the veterans are more deserving of this, uh, especially some of those that were that saw combat in in uh, Vietnam, Korea, and and World War Two.
1: And what did the people from the honor flight say when when you were trying to put up some roadblocks?
4: <laughs> they wouldn't have it. They, I mean, <laughs> you uh, you served. You, you basically you volunteered. To go into service and uh, fulfill that obligation, and that's what we're looking for. It, it, it's wide open. They tried to, uh, of course, uh, World War II mm-hmm. veterans, they're getting down to the end of that, and then, uh, then there was Korea and Vietnam. So uh, even very convincing.
1: The, the Good, so, good, fantastic. So the
4: minute, you know, it didn't take very much twisting of the arm. <laughs> I was, um, I was fired up and filled out that application right away, and I was really surprised that uh, it came back that soon that, that we were leaving in the fall.
1: I mean, they, so. they definitely want to get people, and they, they fill every seat. There's not a seat that goes wasted. Even some people get the call two days before and say, hey, listen, we had someone drop out because of health or another emergency. Mm-hmm. Can you fill it? And luckily, you know, we were able to get every single seat filled on those honor flights Now I want to talk a little bit about your service, because you've got a pretty interesting story, Arden.
4: Yes. uh, I enlisted right out of high school. In fact, I went into basic on December 1st of 1959, thinking that I was going to be a medic. Uh, But after the uh, basic training got started, and I was about halfway through, they took us, a number of us aside, and took us to a building, and... Had us a, put a set of headphones, headphones like you are wearing right now, and and marked down different sounds that were that uh, they uh, projected. And I didn't think anything of it. It was over, and I completed basic training. But uh, at the end of basic training, I had no idea where I was going. So I was kind of held over, just waiting. And then now I get the word that. You're going to be going to Indiana University. Great. I get to go to college. <laughs> You're going to study Russian na- intensive Russian for nine months. Okay. <laughs> so that's, I was kind of looking forward to that. I was just uh, quite you know excited about it. And it was very interesting because our, our teachers were native Russians. Oh, spoke really? very little English. So the first day in class, they, they, uh, we had, they had a, um, an English professor from the university that translated what the purpose was. So said that we will have to know the alphabet when you come to this your second day in class. You're gonna be asked to recite it. And then we spent the rest of the day practicing, going through the alphabet. So it was like that every day. It was intensive. We spoke Russian. When we got into conversational, uh, little sentences and that, then everything was tolko Perusky. You had to speak only Russian when you came in.
1: And there's no similarity between English and the Russian language. I mean, you know, the the Latin-based languages like uh, French and Spanish, there are some things that are similar so you can kind of walk your way through it. You are literally learning a second language in nine months.
4: Right. Cyrillic. It's part of the Cyrillic language, and I'd never heard of it. Like a, many of the right, many yeah. of them, there never what's what Cyrillic mean, but that's the basis of the Russian
1: and language. Did did the uh, did the military say this is why we're having you learn uh, Russian?
4: They didn't give us any information really of what we were going to be doing. We did, we learned that after our nine months of. Uh, of intensive Russian that we had uh, a two week leave that we could go home tell your, tell the family that you were going to be assigned so and so here and there and then we had to return we went to uh, Goodfellow Air Force Base in San Angelo, Texas for three months and we learned uh, how to operate radios <laughs> Really? And uh,
1: Recorders, really? So that was that. That was intensive too. I, I, I'm just amazed at this, and of course, at this whole this whole time, you are you're, you're learning Russian. And how old are you at the time? I was eighteen. Eighteen years old. So how much Russian do you retain uh, at this point?
4: Uh, not very much. It's, <laughs> That's it's something that you have to you have to stick with
1: all the time if you that i mean that is pretty amazing and so uh when you when your service is done w- what comes next
4: after i got the the, the training mm-hmm. then we shipped out to germany and we were in the what they called the 5k zone it was 5 ks from the east german border oh wow and the, at that period of time was the corridor going in and the and the U.S. had flights going in and out of this corridor with supplies for those people in, in uh, East Berlin. That's where the, the Russians, safe, uh, they would launch their aircraft and they would patrol the corridor wow. on a regular basis, I mean, 24 hours a day. If a, one of those airliners happened to stray outside the corridor, they would lock on with a radar, and, and they said "Zachvat." That meant they were ready to shoot it down. Really, that's when we, the operators, had to, you know, you know, alert.
1: So, so you're you're monitoring this the whole time line. to be able to say, like, this is this is the radio chatter that's going on, right? Wow. And it, it was,
4: uh, they would do some exercises where you knew they were gonna. It was just a practice run. But when they said that they've identified uh, uh, an airliner, USA, and they locked on, that meant that that airliner had strayed outside that quarter wow. and they were ready to shoot it down. So it was it got intense. And uh, so many, many times over in that in that uh, oh, eighteen months that I was on that assignment, how?
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone has an individual story right like even if you're in the exact same outfit the experiences are all individual and this is one that when we were on the honor flight that's one thing that they never talk about is the fact that we all lean in and we get to hear everybody's stories and you know uh at the beginning of the show i talked about i sat and had breakfast with a bunch of guys who talked about where they had their shots on the first day of basic training and (laughs) Some guys said you know I took it in the rear end and some guys said well yeah they gave me two in the arm and I couldn't lift it up all day and um, so it yeah. is pretty amazing now uh, Christy, I want to talk to you for a second so your dad is chosen to go on an honor flight and you get to come along as that companion person um, Tell me what it tell me what it means to you as a family member getting to see your dad be honored because they roll out the red carpet oh, for yeah. these folks
5: yeah they do. Uh, yeah, I was very honored to be chosen to go with him. He asked me to go, not my brother, but me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very lucky. It was um, a pretty special trip for, for both of us.
1: And when you when you were out there, I mean, you get to meet all these other vets, you know, people who might live two blocks away from you, but you never knew it. I think mm-hmm. that is something that's truly unique about the Honor Flight as well. Yeah, as you, we you met make a, lifelong friends.
5: a man from uh, Davenport. David, right, and he's now he comes with the with us to the meat raffle too. Oh, does he really? Yeah, so,
4: and he was in he he uh, in the air force, he he was the same. He crypto. did the same type of uh, monitoring, only it was crypto.
1: Really, it was signal like
4: where we were voice intercept. Uh huh. He was in a you know, cryptologist type. All so yeah. we, we had that that in common. They they were both we were both monitoring the enemy one with voice and the other through uh, a crypto
1: get you two in a room. And I bet you could really tell some stories. Don't you think we have? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe that. Um, Christy, out there, someone's listening right now and their dad served and it's time to sign that person up. What would you tell to those people who it's time to get that loved one to sign? Oh up for yeah. Right? I would
5: highly encourage it. It's very, it's a very special, special, um, offer that you get to do. You know, it's, it's that, unforgettable. It's just a very humbling experience, and yeah. just so glad that we had the opportunity to do that.
4: That's awesome that I want to go back
1: and with this granddaughter. Go back to the, the Watson <laughs> Memorials. That's. Sharing that for the, that, the next generation is incredibly important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arden Christie, thank you so much for your time today. We're raising money for the Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota.